I feel like wearing a beanie with headphones just makes me look like an alien. A alien. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd that hit us at the same time? I don't know. Um. All right, let's get into this episode. Welcome back to the podcast. We have a lot to talk about, I actually think, this week, which is alarming. Um, it is. <laughs> it's it's not always a good thing. Um, so let's start with a good thing, though. Well, our stories to follow aren't that good, but like <laughs> the the facts were good. So we went, we both went to Chicago for the weekend with Adidas. So they did like a staycation brand trip, which we pretty much like a staycation for us we're close enough we go enough we do for it to be way too often and a couple funny things happen so let's start with the disgusting one because i just honestly when i told evan the story he laughed so hard and it just confirmed that i thought it was this funny i know for you it wasn't that funny funny it was traumatic so as one must we had to stop at a rest stop when we were driving back from Chicago and Brittany picked the wrong no 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 stall I didn't pick the wrong stall no you first you for you, sure did the case was we walked into the bathroom you immediately took the stall to the right and there was two stalls to pick from on the left well, side. correct what was I supposed to do <laughs> you wanted me to go to the same side as you and hold your hand under the stall <laughs> I just went. No, that I wouldn't just, have been able to be the case. I was trying to be efficient. I was trying to be speedy. We walked in. I saw the open stall. I went in the open stall. You took your opportunity. I took the opportunity. It was obviously the right decision to make, <laughs> considering what followed. So Brittany opens the wrong stall, and I'm just trying, minding my own business. And all of a sudden, I hear freaking gagging. <laughs> and by the way, let me make this clear. Um, we're just, whatever. So, so Brittany... Whenever she coughs, it's like a gag, and it pisses me off. We get into arguments. It's not my about fault. it because it's like it's it's abnormal the way that you gag. I just have <laughs> for a, no reason. I have a bad gag reflex, and and it affects me. And it does. so I don't like that noise. No one likes that noise. So you open, I'm minding my own business, just trying to do my business. And Brittany opens a stall Ooh. and I hear, I can, <laughs> and I'm like, stop, stop. What are you doing? Cause no. by the way, we were both kind of already feeling car sick. Yeah. And so I hear that and immediately I want to start throwing up. So I'm like, what are you doing? Stop, stop. And she continues to do it. For a second, I thought I didn't hit record. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I panicked. No, we're fine. Um, so she continues to do it. She's like, you don't know <laughs> what I saw. And I'm like, I can't imagine. I don't want to know. No, you can't imagine. Because what I don't saw in that bathroom, <laughs> I'm not going to give it, go into the details <laughs> that I did with you. But it was the most foul looking toilet I had ever seen in my whole life. I. The thing is, I mean... I've seen my fair share of foul public toilets. Oh, but you stop it again. <laughs> and so I'm literally trying to go to the bathroom and she's gagging. So I start gagging. I'm like, stop, stop. <laughs> and then so, you know, finally we just get out of the bathroom. But at that point, you know, she had she she threw up from it. It was unfortunate, but 
funny. And it almost led to a whole catastrophe because then if I would have had to throw up, then the whole ride would have been we would have been a mess. Mm, <clears throat> not good. It was yeah. terrible. It was Have you seen though on TikTok there are goggles that you can wear in the car for car sickness? I truly need them because this trip had But have you seen them? Oh yeah, they're hilarious. They're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they look like drunk goggles or something. They're they huge. Do, but I think they'd be helpful. Um and then another funny thing that happened this weekend. <laughs> so we go to a bar club atmosphere and yeah. you know, I talk about Evan all the time. We've been dating for a long time. And six years to be exact. And um <laughs> and so I think I just forget that I I don't even know how to say it, like how to be social with guys that like in a way that I I don't even think that way at all anymore. So I forget that other people think that way. Yeah. And so a guy comes over to our group and he says to one of the people, he wants to talk to me. And immediately Brittany knew what that meant. Oh, he was I, trying I to knew. Talk. I go, I go, we're good here. We don't, we don't yeah. need to talk. And you know, the other girl was like, oh, you bet. Yeah. You've got a boyfriend. I'll tell him. And I was like, why did, what does he want to talk about? <laughs> I go, talk about what? And immediately <laughs> immediately i was not thinking like i'm like what does he want to talk about and then after when Brittany was like looking at me she's like what do you mean what does he want he wanted to talk to you i was like oh that makes sense way more than what i'm like what is there to talk about in here it's pretty loud <laughs> not even thinking that way so that happened and speaking of relationships um this week also Tom Brady and Giselle are possibly getting divorced. Um, maybe someone came up to her in the club. It could have been. <laughs> no. So there were rumors for a while because he was in retirement and mm-hmm. then he came out of retirement and then there were rumors that she was pissed. Yeah. And then apparently now they have both lawyered up. That means something. That is not a good sign Mm-mm. for anybody involved. Um, and honestly, I think the, why we even, you know, besides us, we've been talking about football so much. It's weird. A lot. An alarming amount of football. But there have also been rumors that Giselle is a witch and, you know, he has made comments apparently in the past that, you know, she gives him stones and, has him do all these things before games to make sure he wins. And since they've been together, he's obviously had a really successful career. And he actually called her something, something, which. And so now people are saying what's going to happen to his football career if they get divorced and she's pissed at him. Like, is he going to do terrible now because she's can do her witch thing on him and make him do bad? It's hard so, to say. That would be crazy if all of a sudden he can't just, play. Yeah. We that confirms it then I feel like. Oh gosh. That would be um we I feel like now we, we have to be invested. Yeah, we'll follow along with um his we'll team. Let you all know. <laughs> um <laughs> No we won't. Like no we won't. We'll wait for the next article to come out about and, Tom Brady. And then we'll, we'll go from we'll, there. We'll tell you. Um 
what else happened? Oh, um, people doing bad things. So apparently another thing that happened this week and I were I was seeing videos and then finally one of the contestants came out and then I was like, okay, maybe this is legit. Oh my gosh. Miss USA. Yeah. So apparently people saw videos of Miss USA was this past week and we the weekend before last weekend. Yeah. And first videos came out of the girls behind the winner exiting the stage before they hugged her before it was over. Right. And so people immediately started speculating something went on because that's not normal. Something, you know, there's some tea there because these girls did not hug Miss USA and they usually always do. Mm -hmm. So they exited and there was speculation. And then some of the other contestants started coming out saying that they thought it was rigged. Yeah. And so interesting. And so she actually, Miss USA, went on E! News, Mm -hmm. the rundown, and address the rumors but i feel like it wasn't enough yeah info because so what people were saying and the contestants were saying why it was for sure rigged they said um so one of the things was she immediately had a sponsor of a brand trip that was filmed weeks before and then she posted it as soon as she won. So she had already gone to the trip, already had the sponsor, but then posted as soon as she won. So people were like, how did she know she was going to win and get that sponsorship mm-hmm. if she didn't know? And then the other thing was the one of the people who are associated with Miss USA had a photo doing her hair for the pageant. And so people were like, that's for sure favoritism. Somebody from Miss USA is literally helping you get ready. So, and then wasn't there like one other thing? Yeah, there was a video that I don't know if she posted it or somebody posted it of her on the rooftop of the hotel that they were staying in throughout the Miss USA pageant. And apparently this is a big like, how was she up on the rooftop? It was past their curfew. I guess all of the contestants have a very like rigorous schedule and they're not to be out of their room past a certain point of time. And it was evident that she was on the rooftop filming this like ad, this video, whatever it might have been. And they're like, why would she be able to have those privileges to go up on the rooftop? How did she even get up there? Who brought her up there? It was clearly past the time that they were supposed to be out. So it was a lot of just little tiny things adding up throughout, you know, the pageant and the aftermath of it. Aftermath is a strong word for I'm that. I'm not but. ignoring you because I was just typing. I saw that. <laughs> because, you know, we were talking about how people are like, why don't you guys just look stuff up if you have your laptops? Because sometimes we'll be like, we don't know. We don't like, we yeah. don't know. And I immediately thought of when we were just talking about this. Remember when Steve Harvey messed up the name? Yes. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. It happened so, in like, I'm not going to try to guess the year that it happened in. 2021. 2021? 
No way. It was that oh, recent. No, it no. was longer. It says, it says messes up again. Um, Basically, didn't they give him the wrong name or something? No, he read it wrong. He opened up the envelope in. Or no, maybe they gave him the wrong information. I'm trying to look it up right now because I really want to know. I think they gave him the wrong information because then he came out and he was like, it's right here on the card. I'm so sorry. Like, what an unfortunate situation to be a part of for everyone involved. I remember feeling bad for the girl that was crowned and then it got taken away from her and also feeling bad for the girl that that should have been her moment, but it wasn't. It was just uncomfortable definitely not the position anyone wants to be in so what it was he he misread it because he got first runner up and first place confused so he said it reversed so the winner he said a second place and the second place person he said as the winner and it was reversed so yeah that's what it was it was in 2020 or no 2015 why am I thinking it just happened? Like, oh no, it was a while ago. Okay, well, life's flying by, so mm-hmm. that's that. Um, but anyways, yeah. So that reminded me of that. But I definitely feel like with the sponsorship thing, anybody who does works with companies and works with brands, it would be really hard for it to happen that quickly. Yeah, and like, wouldn't it affect how much she was paid or not? Or if they even wanted to work with her if she won or not. Exactly. I don't know. I know nothing about pageants, but I feel like if I saw that and I was in that, I would be pissed. I would be thinking the same thing these girls are thinking. Absolutely. But yeah. And then this was super random, but in the car we were talking about (laughs) ghost hunters because we were we were naming our last episode because, you know. We're talking about ghosts a lot. And we found out that Kesha has a ghost hunting show called Conjuring Kesha. And apparently she goes with a friend and tries to literally do what Ghost Hunters does. Um, And there's only one season and six episodes. But normally I hate when people are like, why is nobody talking about this? About like some like obscure thing that's going on. And you're like, yeah, like who would know? Yeah, who would know? Or people are talking about this. This genuinely, this is all six episodes are out and I haven't seen a single person mention that Kesha is doing- Has a ghost hunting show. Like that's so out of pocket. Yeah, I I would have watched it if I would have heard anything about it. I used to love ghost hunters. That doesn't surprise me at all. I would get so freaking scared. But then I would also try to debunk everything and be like, oh, wait, they put that noise in there. Mm -hmm. Or like they created that shadow. But like, obviously, (laughs) it's a show. (laughs) Like, that's the whole point. Like, they would have nothing if it wasn't for the. But honestly, the, the article that we found about this show was pretty much saying the same thing like it's just them scaring themselves in a room being like oh, what was that that would be <laughs> like, us <laughs> bro you, if we turn the lights off in here right now i'd be like did you hear that dude i we we usually film this usually later in the evening it's pretty dark outside when i have to leave and last week when i was leaving after the episode i was full and we had talked about scary things too 
I was fully convinced that there was somebody hiding behind the tree. So I was like running to my car. I started backing out before I could even like put my seatbelt on. And I booked it. (laughs) I didn't see because no, honestly, this is going to, this sounds terrible. So, so, well, to be fair, I was trying to be a good friend. We were talking back and forth until I heard the door close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I we're waited until I heard the door close. But as soon as I hear you close your car door, pew, I close the garage. Because I'm scared too. <laughs> yeah, so like I didn't hear you zoom away because I was closing the garage, running my ass back inside too because I, oh I was scared too. Um, But no, I was going to say, so I saw um on TikTok, of course, where... We don't get our information anywhere else. No, um, it's our it's our search I engine saw, of choice. I saw like a spoof video of this guy who was like things to do for safety. And it was like a spoof. So he gets in the car and he has like a thing of cayenne pepper and he like throws it behind <laughs> his shoulder to be like if somebody was in your car, they would like get burned by the pepper. <laughs> I was kind of logical. But this man literally threw the cayenne pepper. It was a so completely open. He just threw it in the car, and I was like, "I might try that." I might. That's but, what I'm saying. But honestly, I am the kind of person I always check the back seat if it's nighttime and I get in my car. I always check the back seat. Oh, see, this is it's, I. You don't no, don't know, don't tell, or whatever. You don't want to know. You no. rather not look. I ra- I would rather not look, but I just. I always have the feeling that there's somebody like laying in my trunk. So I'm just at all times prepared to like slam on my brakes as hard as possible to hopefully like knock them out a little bit and I can run. <laughs> like that's my game plan. If somebody were in the back of my seat, like slam as hard as you can. And sometimes I'll jerk around. Like even when I'm leaving your house, like I'll slam <laughs> on my brakes a couple times. If you look like I don't even out the window know. while I, I leave, you can probably see it. I do it like twice, and that way I can hear if there's something in my car. That would be. I'm paranoid. In theory, that would be really helpful. However, I mm. always have stuff in the back of my car, so yeah. if somebody was back there, I would just not know because I all every time I stop, I hear stuff rolling around. I'm like, oh, I forgot to take that out. Like a week ago. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, I've always been that kind of person, though. And I feel like even more recently with everything that the girl who got abducted when she was running. And mm-hmm. now I don't know if you saw this, but there was a girl in Missouri who escaped from a house that she was being held captive in, went to the neighbors, the neighbors got her. And then now they are searching this man's house because the girl who escaped said that he had done this and there was other girls there. So sick. Um, and so, and then all the stuff about trafficking. And so now I don't even go anywhere by myself at night ever. But even today when I was going to, I was going to pick up our food before you got here and I, I bring my mace with me everywhere now. Mm-hmm. And I just am so paranoid all the time, which is a good thing, but it's also exhausting. And it's it's not funny, but it's like whenever I say stuff like that to Evan, guys just don't have to worry about that stuff as much. So I no. don't even think those thoughts cross his mind ever. No, this is 100% true because I'm... I try to be very like aware of my surroundings, especially when I'm alone because I get very nervous and I work downtown and there was one day where my phone was dead at like or about to be dead towards the end of the day and I always have 
my boyfriend Brian on the phone with me when I'm going to my car because I'm going to a parking garage by myself. I'm walking down like an alley essentially by myself. I get really nervous about it. And I said to um, one of the girls there, I was asking if I could borrow her phone charger. So my phone wasn't dead while I was walking to my car. And one of the guys at work was just kind of like laughed about it. And I was like, no, but seriously, like I need to have my phone charged in case something were to happen and I needed to call somebody. Yeah. Like it's, it's actually like I get a little bit nervous walking around anywhere by myself, not just downtown. I always try to be like looking around and. Well, even our friend. So our friend Tracy, we've talked about her before. She just went out of town for work and the first thing I said to her, I got her a like safety kit to be in a city alone. And it's, I've had a guy friend that went out of town for work and was living in another state. And I didn't even think about that for him. Yeah. But immediately for her, I was like, we're getting you mace. We're getting you whatever. I get mm-hmm. a whole, <laughs> she's prepared. She, now. She's very and, prepared. And I think too, I mean, thankfully my mom was always very much like on top. Yeah. Always being like, oh, okay. Like when I went to college, she's like, you need mace, you need this. And I feel like I didn't used to think about it as much, but now hearing everything that we hear, I'm always on edge. Like same a scary time to be alive and speaking of freaking we were just talking about this too how the we talked about the jeffrey dahmer documentary series docuseries that came out on netflix and how it was literally traumatizing i couldn't even finish it i didn't start it and so with that in mind with that being said the fact that it is the ninth most watch English language series of all time on Netflix and it's only been out for two weeks that scares me it's very alarming people are so fascinated with that stuff I know that's why true crime podcasts YouTube videos whatever it might be feel like those do very well and they get a lot of views because people are weirdly fascinated by that kind of stuff I have talked about this before. I don't even know if it was with you, but I think that people want to know how somebody, what could be wrong with somebody yeah. for them to do that. And I think, I think the good thing is the fact that we don't know and can't understand why somebody would do that is a good thing. Is a good thing. The day yeah. we can understand not a good thing. Is not a good thing. <laughs> so, you know, it's good that no one can fathom it. Yeah. But, you know, it is so fascinating because you can't. It's something that you can watch a million of them and you'll never understand, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. But, you know, it's alarming that it's the ninth Very. most watched of all time after only two weeks so dang yeah good for evan peters <laughs> wait is that the real name <laughs> bro that's crazy because when i heard that i'm like she's saying it wrong no peter evans is our bird <laughs> oh we changed yeah it's no longer rebecca oh sorry rebecca um rebecca. and i don't think this is a smooth transition but i'm gonna say it anyway what is- here we go. So we were also talking about, <laughs> it's not funny. We were also talking about this weekend. What, what was it? How? 
Tell the people what we were no, talking like, about. I know it's not a smooth you transition, brought it up. but it made me think of it. <laughs> You're that, about to cry. That, <laughs> that, <laughs> that I don't have my appendix because, <laughs> like, here's the thing. Did you miss it? Do you miss her, bro? Yeah. First of all, I feel <laughs> violated. But what I was going to say was, well, because we were talking about Please don't cry. So we were we were talking about Jeffrey Dahmer, and then I go, oh, well, that made me think of my organs missing, and so, and so, it's just not smooth. But like that's what I thought of, and so, and so we were talking about that because I'm not crying because I miss my appendix. I'm crying because I'm an idiot. That's the transition that came to my head. But <laughs> so anyway, so. One time, <laughs> whenever this happened, <laughs> I was in high school and I went to the hospital because I was in severe pain and they did x-rays and ultrasounds and they couldn't see my appendix and I was having pain in that area. So they immediately thought emergency surgery to get your appendix out. And so we, we go to the surgery, I wake up. <laughs> And they're like, oh, yeah, <clears throat> you didn't have appendicitis. And I was like, oh, perfect. And they were like, well, we took your appendix anyway. And I was like, what? And they were like, yeah, you don't need it anyway. And sometimes when I think <laughs> about the fact that I don't have my appendix, I know they say you don't need it and everything, but I feel like they just took my organ. Like, why did you do that? It was fine. And so when I think about it too hard, I'm like, oh my God, wait, I'm missing a part of a part of you. Part of me. And I don't feel right about it. And you're still crying, so no, I don't know why I thought this story was even funnier the second time I heard it. Cause I didn't know this until well. Like, 48 hours ago. I didn't know they did that. Like, I didn't know if it was fine. They were just going to take it. It's not something they told me before. They were like emergency surgery. I was like, okay, take me away. You know, sign <laughs> everything. signed off on it being taken. Well, they didn't explain it like that. They weren't like, oh, if it's fine, we're going to take it anyway. Is that okay? That we're taking <laughs> your fucking organ? Like, are you okay with that? No, they just took it. It's so wild that you can just... I mean, this was no, because I remember my what? parents being. <laughs> I'm sorry, because I was just gonna say, like, I wasn't the only one who was alarmed. Like, I remember when my parents heard that, they were like, "Wait, what? You just took it?" And they were like, "Yeah." I was like, "Can I have a bag?" I don't think it works like that. Oh no. Anyways, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. Then we got on a long conversation about, about how you can just function without random organs within your body because like <laughs> this isn't funny either but i don't, I don't, I don't have my tonsils or my adenoids anymore and i don't even know what adenoids are. so that, do you know what they are no but i i never had that but i i know a lot of people who got that but Brittany, my the thing in that was attached to my intestines is gone. I feel like that's so much weirder. People my mom doesn't their... have her gallbladder. See, that's weird to me. It's weird to me too. But if they actually What's have a problem. What's mine doing? I don't know. So I actually Googled last night because I knew we were going to talk about this at some point. 
I couldn't get it out of my head, so I Googled, do you really need your appendix or not? And so... What would Google say? So, there was mixed responses. <laughs> and it, even that I'm not comfortable with. The fact that it could be necessary, but I don't have it. Um, So, they say that some scientists say you just don't need it at all. It's from previous evolution or whatever, and so we just don't need it anymore. Humans don't need it, which, if it's there... It's there for a reason. And so, and then other scientists say that it helps keeping good bacteria in your gut. Hmm. It stores good bacteria. So it could affect my health. Anyway, so yeah. So, <laughs> so that was that. Um, Moving on from our, we've talked about so many creepy, disgusting things so far, but moving on to something lighter. I don't know where you're going with this, but. Well, I feel like these were all kind of Halloween themed in a way. Yeah. Creepy, spooky. But people are starting to put out Christmas decor. Yeah, they are. And I know this because have you checked your bathroom today? I don't even want to explain that because because the response is worse than what you think. I told Haley about this earlier today that, you know, Target, Bath and Body Works, you know, how dare they disrespect Halloween like this and put stuff out? <laughs> I can't take myself too seriously. And then I come over here to no. a self-proclaimed Halloween lover's home. I want you to know. And there is peppermint mint. With You're like, exposing me because yeah, the truth it's behind the that is that I am out of soap and have been out of soap in my house for weeks. And so I was desperate and I went to my stash of soap and that was the only soap I have. Yeah, so you're a culprit of this. So, you know, I would have chose it if it was anything. I would have cho- if it was a spring bunny, I would have chosen. it. I just <laughs> needed soap. I didn't choose I'm it. I'm just of saying Christmas. you're a part of this problem. And you didn't even know I was going to bring that up because I almost said something while I was washing my hands. No, but I was like, I'm going to keep this to myself too. until we're out here where, you know, I don't even know if that's the most disgusting part of that story. The fact, that my whole the fact that there's Christmas stuff or the fact that I was out of soap for so long, I just had to go into my stash of soap and grab whatever I could. That's what's probably worse about that. But I like getting my soap from home goods, and that's a whole process to go. You have to be committed. Yeah, you do. I haven't been in a while. Yeah. Yeah, because it's exhausting. And so... um. The only other thing we were going to talk about before we get into our spooky stories was the Selena Gomez documentary trailer came out today. It did. And it, it seems like it's all going to be about mental health. Yeah. Um, which is good. And I it seems like a lot of it is her going and helping people. Yeah. Which I didn't really know she did. No, I didn't either. So I think it'll be interesting to see that because the documentary was filmed over the course of five or six years of her life. So I'm curious to see how they condense that into, I mean, I don't know how long the documentary is going to be or if it's a series. I have that no I idea. Known. I know it comes out on November 4th. So I think you know more about it than me, but I didn't even know the trailer came out. I just mm-hmm. knew about all that drama before. <laughs> and then. Yeah. Yeah, people were like, this has nothing to do with anything except, like, mental health stuff. So, I'm actually excited to watch it. Me too, me too, me too. It'll be good. Now, 
we must expose which spooky story was mine. A lot of people guessed. Yeah, most people. Most people knew. I knew, obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah. You've been impacted directly. I, so, so, it is what it is, Mr. James. The first spooky story last week about Mr. James was my story. And so everyone knows Evan was the one <laughs> impacted directly. But ever since he told us about that, we always get scared. I get so scared now. And the messed up part about this is the when I found out about Mr. James and this whole story, it was conveniently like two nights before I was about to be here for a week and a half with the dogs by myself. And Evan decides to say, oh yeah, I have this good friend of mine, Mr. James. And this is the whole, st- I've never seen him look more terrified in my entire life. And well, why would you tell me that? And every night that I would go to sleep, I would, I would just think to myself, please don't wake up in the middle of the night. Please don't mi- meet Mr. James tonight. And I would just hope and pray that I woke up in the morning and everything was going to be fine and so far it has been i never really got scared of it but there were times after that happened to him that he would get re-scared of it like think of it and that would scare me because i'd be like don't bring that to this house (laughs) that stays up north (laughs) like don't bring that energy around here um so yeah that was his story and yeah i shared it (laughs) And this week we have three more spooky stories. Okay, so spooky story number one. In 2010, my mom, sisters, grandma, and I lived in a house together. We had a handheld tape recorder lying around the house that never got used. One day, my younger sister and I were playing with the recorder as we blew into this alien noisemaker toy to record that and our bulldog's reaction. He would make a funny noise back when we would play with the toy. When we went to play back the recording, it was working just fine. But then we went to play it back a second time. We thought it was hilarious and wanted to keep listening. A really creepy voice took the place of my younger sister's voice on the recording. It was not, it was no longer a five-year-old girl's voice, but a deep-sounding manly voice in her place. We were so scared, we ran to show our mom. She got really freaked out by it, but we all agreed that the next time all of us left the house, we would leave the tape recorder recording and see if we heard anything while we were gone. So the recording starts. You hear us walk out. The back door closes along with the garage. At this point, no human should be in the house. Suddenly, you hear a door open and someone, or I should say something, walking. After that, we were all very creeped out and decided we were putting the recorder in a safe keeping to show other people. We couldn't believe what we had caught on the tape. We felt like we were on ghost hunters. So my mom puts the recorder in the highest cabinet in the kitchen. The next day, when my friend came over, I wanted to show her the recording. So I went to the cabinet to get the tape recorder, and that's when we found that the dog had mysteriously gotten a hold of it and destroyed the entire recorder along with the tape of what we caught on it. We stayed in the house for years after, but had tried not to bring up what happened because clearly whatever we caught on that tape did not want people talking about it. 
That's pretty spooky. So what are we rating this one? I want to give that one, I think like an 8.5. Yeah, I think so. I think that's like, I mean, because it's really freaky. Footsteps freak me out in this one because regardless of whatever that was, creepy. Um, But nothing happened after that. So Yeah, I agree. 8.5. Spooky story number two. It was Monday. That's so dramatic. Okay, let me restart. It was Monday. Me and my mom were alone in the house. It was probably 4 or 5 a.m. We were watching a movie and I wanted to go to the bathroom. It all sounds normal. But when I went into the bathroom, right before I take my pants off, a huge arm came out from the bathroom window and the whole thing was in the middle of where the fan goes. Yeah, he shoved his arm right through breaking the fan and multiple stuff around it and I was scared shitless. I ran into the kitchen and got the biggest knife and explained the situation to my mom through multiple incoherent shouts and all of a sudden in less than a minute I went back to see what happened and the arm wasn't there. I looked into the hole and there's an eye in there in the middle of the dark. Yeah the knife was so big it didn't even fit through the hole but whatever. Turns out My neighbor was just fixing something in their apartment and fell through into our apartment bathroom window. Could have been way worse. I mean, that's like spooky and it's like that little tick that Yeah. First it was fun. Then it was spooky. (laughs) (laughs) All in all, all in all, things were well, but that would still freak me out a lot. Yeah, same. I give that on a spooky rating. I'd say like, six. Out yeah, of 10. I was going to say six. Okay. Spooky story number three. Myself and my siblings were always trying to pull pranks and scare each other growing up. One night, after we were all supposed to go to bed, I heard my older sister get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. I thought, great, here's a good chance to scare her. I creep out of my bed and stand next to the door of the bathroom in the dark hallway. My plan was to wait for her to open the door and jump out to scare her. I'm not sure why, maybe I was too tired, but I kind of forgot to jump out. She opens the door and sees a figure eerily standing in the hallway and proceeds to scream at the top of her lungs running to her room. I heard my dad start coming down from my parents' room and ran into my own bedroom and pretended to be asleep. For the next 12 years, I listened to my sister tell family, friends, and anyone else about her paranormal encounter that night where she saw a ghost or a being quietly standing in the hall. Every time I would go along with the story, after a while, it became too long to come clean. I think that's a little more shady than it is spooky. Shady spooky. Shady spooky story. And um, hmm, on a spooky radar, nothing spooky really happened at all. But it's still a pretty good story. So? So, I'm going to say a 5.5. Because it's not necessarily spooky. But I do enjoy the story. Yeah. I'd say 5.5. It's it's both. Yeah. In between spooky and shady. A little more shady, but we appreciate that around here. So we still have a few more Halloween episodes that we're doing. So make sure you keep submitting your spooky stories. And we're going to get back to the Ask Me Anything in the next couple episodes. So make sure you're asking your questions. And yeah, we will see you in the next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye.